Hey, this is Marcy Isaacs. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Hope you enjoy. Hi guys, this is Marcy. I am so excited for you to be listening to today's podcast. I am thrilled to have um, one of my friends from Honduras, Jorge Castillo, with me today. I have known Jorge for several years. I've gone to Honduras um, several times on mission trips, and he is over an orphanage in Honduras. And I'm excited for him to share about the things that's happening in the orphanage and what the Lord's doing through him. I have so much respect for him because he hasn't been there just two or three or four years. He's been there several years, every day, um, loving and caring for several orphans on his orphanage. So I'm, I'm thrilled for him to get to share with you about what's happening in Honduras. Hello, Jorge. Hello, Marty. I'm so excited for you to be here. Will you just begin sharing about um, how you got involved with the orphanage and how you began to serve there? Well, Marty, thank you very much for the opportunity to and uh, having this interview with us. And uh, yeah, uh, definitely our work at the uh, orphanage, as you say, uh, its name is uh, the Dasco Children Home. So. Uh, like uh, 40 years ago, we, we accept the Lord Jesus Christ in our heart like uh, our Savior. And uh, since at that time, we began to, to work uh, or to serve in our church. And, um, well, all the time we, had, we, we were telling the Lord that uh, we were very pleasant uh, serving Him. And uh, in our time of uh, worshiping and our prayer, we were telling the Lord, Lord, here is my life. Here is my, my, my heart that uh, is willing to serve you in whatever you want. So uh, we did our first 16 uh, times uh, converted to the Lord, serving in the church. But we never uh, imagined that the Lord was going to give uh, an special calling to work uh, with the children in the future. But it was for the 1991 um, that the Lord began to touch in a special way our hearts to uh, accept uh, his challenge uh, to go and work the, the Dasco Children Home. Uh, we were used for that time to work at the U.S. Embassy in Tegucigalpa. Uh, you're noticing that my English is not exactly very fluently, you know, but uh, the Lord gave us that opportunity. So uh, <clears throat> uh, it was um, uh, like a two years that it took uh, uh, for us to accept the challenge of the Lord. Uh, but finally, we praise the Lord that he strained us uh, in a special way to abandon everything, to resign to our job, to our, uh, um, we can say, our, <clears throat> our comfortable situation, you know, and to go there. Nobody was offering us uh, any salary. We were just uh, uh, excited to go and serve the Lord with the children. Now I have passed 26 years that uh, we have been doing this work and uh, we have been saying how the Lord has been manifesting His uh, power, power, powerful hand, uh, helping us to do our work. Wow. 
that that is amazing that you have spent all of these years caring for all of these children. Can you tell us a little bit about the daily schedule at the orphanage and what the children do during the day? Yes. Uh, very early, uh, they they get up, you know, about five to their, their normal cleaning, you know, taking a shower, getting ready with they, their uniforms. They get uh, breakfast around 6.30. And uh, because at 7, they, they need to be at the school. So they spend, uh, I mean, I'm talking about the children from, from uh, uh, kinder to uh, the primary school. Uh, uh, so they go in the morning to the, the school. And, and the other, the teenagers, they, they, they go to the, the school at 12 and they spend the whole afternoon doing that. But in middle of, I mean, talking about the children in the morning, of course, they, 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 they go back to uh, the, 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 the children's home. They take their lunch. And after that, they, they, they get a, a, a little uh, break before to uh, begin to do their, their homework. And uh, of course, they, they have some uh, little schedule to do some little chores, you know. But in the afternoon, um, around four, they take a time to play, you know. Uh, and at five, they take the, uh, they eat the dinner. And then they have more time at night just uh, to study or have a devotional or they watch TV and they go bed at night. Awesome. Can you explain how the children, the orphans, get connected to your orphanage as far as if they're found on the street, if their parents pass away? How does the government or who connects them to your orphanage Mm -hmm. and how does that work? Yeah, it's... um, there is an office of the Honduran government that is taking control of the problematic with the with the children. You know, we say children in vulnerab- vulnerability or, or or in social risk. So it's this office that is getting all the cases of the children in this way. So we go and uh, we have a, a, a connection with this office. We talk uh, with them. If we have a room, we have a space in our children's home to bring some of them. And uh, they come to be in our children's home in a legally way. A legally way, you know, they they uh, they give us a, a file with the, all the information of the children. Uh, by the way, they they they, they give us um, a clinical uh, report, a psychological report, and a social report. So uh, with that, we we began to having that documents uh, um, to take care of them. I see. So can you can you share what exactly would be a goal for the children to do after they leave the orphanage? How long can they stay at your orphanage and what what kind of preparation does the orphanage give for them to be able to have a job when they when they leave? Yeah, um, we try to bring uh, very small kids, no less than two years, uh, uh, two, two and, uh, and a half years old, you know. And uh, because it's, that is uh, for us, we don't have too much uh, human resources, you know, working. It, this is a ministry that we're doing with uh, my family, my, my wife and uh, my two kids. 
So uh, we try to bring uh, that age, ages of, of kids. And uh, of course, uh, as I was telling you before, they go to the school and the idea is that they uh, get at least the high school. So um, uh, one of the things is um, uh, not necessarily all the kids are uh, exactly orphaned because they, uh, their, their parents die, you know, but uh, in many cases they, it's because uh, they lost their, their home because um, uh, they were abandoned or the family disintegration or uh, they, were, uh, they received bad treatment or they were abused. But in the in many of the cases, it's because uh, they uh, have been suffering of uh, extreme poverty. So, uh, how long time they are going to be with us? Uh, it depends. If there are some families that uh, uh, very close in the future, they are going to react in a in a, in a positive uh, way. I mean, uh, trying to uh, recuperate them, to continue taking care of them. Uh, that is going to happen, but in the most of the times, uh, their families uh, um, abandon totally them, you know. So they become to be with us teenagers and they, they turn 18. But uh, we have a, um, an, a special case right now. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you about Lionel. He's now almost uh, 22 years old. But all this time, after that he got graduated from the high school, he has been with us, uh, uh, even helping us, you know, with some some um, activities or work. But now, uh, during the last uh, uh, five months, he was uh, getting a training to be a police for the jail in Honduras. So now, like uh, uh, no more than uh, uh, a month ago, he was uh, already assigned to be in a prison. So it, I'm giving you the example of Lionel, Lionel, because it's the way that we, we do with them, you know, after that they uh, are, uh, has been edu educated. So we wait for a time while they're get uh, used to go outside and begin to live their own life. Wow, that's a great goal. How can you, what can you tell us that we can do in the States? Um, I know that, You've had short-term missionaries go and help you for six months or a year, but I know a lot of people in America can't do that, but they have hearts to give. What are some ways that we can help you financially or anything like that to help carry the burden that you guys carry? Yeah, you know, we have been used until now uh, to work like a family on the ministry, you know. Uh, um no, many times we have been having uh, volunteers like a missionaries to work with us. But yes, uh, the, you know that everything that we do uh, with the children, we need we need for money, uh, for their education, for uh, uh, to pay the the salaries of the people that are working with us. That that means the people that are taking care of them, like a babysitters or the cook, the the man that is uh, making the maintenance uh, uh, the at the at the Dasco at the children home, and also we we paid the teacher for our school. So uh, until now we have been um, uh, been uh, uh, um, well, receiving 
uh, offerings from, from people. Uh, by the way, we are now in, in Ada. There is uh, the, the refuge church here that they become to be very good uh, uh, donors or supporters for our children home. And how, how the people can help? Well, maybe I'm thinking right now that maybe they can connect it with the refuge church and through this uh, this friend of us here they can uh, they can uh, um, uh, collaborate you know economically uh, we can give them uh, uh, information about uh, our um, uh, financial situation you know what our our needs and uh, projects to do in the future excellent I love that we can partner with you in that at, at the refuge. And if any of my listeners have a heart for orphans or orphanages or just other countries in general, you can contact me. I will connect you with Jorge. I can connect you with the refuge so you can give um, with the refuge and um, to further the kingdom because they are planting seeds in these kids' heart with the Lord also. It's a very Christ-centered orphanage. Um, like he said, they have devotionals every night. It's beautiful. It's up in the mountains and it's, it rains all the time and it's absolutely just green and luscious. They have a huge soccer field for the kids to play on. And, um, I just think I wouldn't have brought Jorge on if I didn't think that this was a worthy cause. If any of you are looking for something that you can, um, help give towards. So, uh, they can follow you, follow you on Facebook, correct? He's my Facebook friend, Jorge Castillo. Yes. And um, lastly, after, if there's anything else you want to say, you can say it. And then I would like for you to just pray in Spanish because yeah. I like the Spanish language. Can you do that for us? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, about uh, thinking and, and uh, having a prayer right now, uh, I want to, uh, com- um, to tell you that uh, this work that we have been doing for the last 26 years, we, we do it just to serve the Lord through helping the children in, in need in Honduras. So um, we have been enjoying the privilege that the Lord gave us. You know that um, I was used to work at the U.S. Embassy in Honduras for almost 10 years. And, uh, and that way, I don't know if I'm going to give myself to understand, but I, I know that I, as the Bible says, I was working with uh, princes, but now I'm, I'm working with the kings of kings, you know, the lords of lords and the kings of kings. So, uh, uh, it's, it's really, um, uh, a, a big privilege for us to serve the Lord in this way. And all this time, even we have uh, uh, limitations, you know, we have many, many needs uh, in, in our work, but we can see every day how the Lord is uh, operating and manifesting His power over us and, and, and of course, over, uh, upon the children, you know. So, of course, it's a privilege for me to pray to pray in Spanish, you say, right? And uh, uh, to thank God for everything that he has been doing with us. Absolutely. Padre, en el nombre de Jesús, muchas gracias, Señor, por el favor y el favor tuyo, Señor, y tu fidelidad para con nosotros. Gracias, Señor, porque un día nos consideraste eh, digno Dios de poder servirte a través de lo que ahora hemos estado haciendo. Y como hemos hablado en este momento, Señor, hemos visto tu mano poderosa 
obrando, Señor, cada momento, Dios, y apoyándonos, cubriéndonos y protegiéndonos. Te bendecimos, Señor, y te damos gracias por las personas que nos estarán escuchando, Señor, a través de estos medios, Señor, a través de esta transmisión, y que tú puedas, Dios, tocar el corazón de los que nos están escuchando, Señor, para decidir eh, colaborar también con el Hogar de Niños Didasco en Honduras. Muchas gracias, Señor. Gracias por esta oportunidad con, con Marcy Isaac, Señor, y por todos aquellos que nos han escuchado. En el nombre poderoso de tu Hijo Jesucristo. Amén. Amén. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this podcast, Jorge. And I just love your heart. I love what you and your wife and your family are doing. And I just pray blessings and all of your needs are met in Jesus' name. All right. See you guys later with another podcast. I'm sure I'll be coming up with something else soon. Bye. Hey, this is Marcy Isaacs. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you have a great day.